Hello. Hi, Chris. <laughs> Hi, Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing today? Not good. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it must be the moody background. <laughs> I well, do. Well, it's the weather. The weather's not so great. There's a storm brewing. For real? Like yeah. over there, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, we, we had really bad weather yesterday, and then it switched to mediocre today. <laughs> really very cloudy yeah it's uh it's 10 degrees here <laughs> really yeah 10 degrees celsius <laughs> oh yeah which is like 50 degrees fahrenheit or something you always trick me <laughs> yeah so when so when i first moved to germany uh the ovens they only go to 250 degrees and I thought they were broken. <laughs> I was like, what, what are you going to do with an oven that only goes to 250 degrees? And then I realized it wasn't Fahrenheit. It was Celsius, which is around like 400 something, which is okay. Which is more standard. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> but before we get too far into the episode, I just want to introduce myself quickly and then you can introduce yourself too so people know who we are so i'm chris I'm from missouri <laughs> missouri but i, Hello, I live chris. yeah <laughs> but i've been living here in, in germany for the past 10 years and i do my best to fly home once a year so that everyone can see me so that i know they're alive and i can go back <laughs> Yeah, and those visits are always good, I guess. <laughs> never long enough, but never too short. <laughs> I guess when when you get here, it takes about three days for you to get bored. Yeah, pretty much. It takes about 10 hours to fly from Germany to the US. I don't know. It's just there isn't a lot to do there. I love seeing everyone, but yeah. if if there was no We're one there. We're just in the middle of nowhere. I don't I would I wouldn't say the Midwest is nowhere because it's the middle of the west somewhere <laughs> <laughs> and let's see my name is crystal and i still unfortunately live in missouri and uh i'm quite the contrary to the average missourian as well as you but you just had the idea to leave when you realized it so <laughs> and I, how long have we known each other chris about what is it like 16 years I don't know. I, I wasn't going to call oh, wow. you out if you got it wrong. <laughs> no, it's been about 16 years. But wow. like, I just I just went back to where I came from because like a lot of people in Missouri, my ancestors are from Germany. So yeah, it's went, true. I just went back. So my ancestors are originally from Dusseldorf, which isn't too far from where I live. It's about like, I don't know, the around 40 miles, maybe. It's not that far. So oh. did you ever go to visit? Of course. I go there all the time. I love it. Oh. <laughs> it. It's the most Japanese city in Germany. They have a large Japanese population. So you can go and eat like authentic Japanese food, Japanese ice cream, stuff like that. There are a lot oh, of nice. yeah. Well, it's not just Japanese, they have a lot of Koreans and Chinese because a lot of companies have their um they have their headquarters in Dusseldorf. Mm -hmm. So they'll send all of their workers there and they'll stay there for like three or four years. 
and then they'll go back to Korea, India, China, whatever. So yeah, I go there all the time. I haven't because of you know, COVID. The, yeah, I didn't. I don't. I don't like saying it. I think it's like oh. you, you know, like Harry Potter. Like you can't say the name, <laughs> so I try to avoid it. But yeah, you just sum it up as twenty twenty and the aftermath. Like <laughs> I just say like the pandemic or the current situation. But mm. <laughs> I hate. I hate saying the name. Mm, the vid the cove do people say that yeah <laughs> that's yeah, terrible it is corona the rona i've heard rona but yeah <laughs> no they just say corona here i don't no one really says covid well i guess covid but not covid19 i don't know i try to avoid the topic like the plague <laughs> just because it's everywhere it's just, and we're all living it all yeah. the time <laughs> the redundancies um but yeah let's uh i guess uh we i wanted to talk about our friendship a little more and how how we met in high school which seems to be a lot of stories when you have a friendship for 16 years (laughs) but yeah these best time of my life <laughs> yeah, yeah. High school was um we were how would you stereotype us? What the high school or me? The high, yeah, the high school experience. like the, yeah, the high school experience. Like how would you categorize our friendship or mm. individuals? Would you say we were under the same category first of all? I think I think so. I mean, I don't like typically like you have a lot of these stereotypical groups like the jocks and the goths and the emos Mm -hmm. and uh, metalheads and the nerds and whatnot. Um, I don't I never really geared. I was never really moved by one particular group. I was definitely put off by the jocks because I just didn't like them. But so I was pretty much friends with everyone, really. But I was never really like in one particular group. I don't know if it was a fault of my own, but just that. That's it was like much... you intentionally were like a shadow person. Like if you could describe the perfect wallflower, you know. Oh, I that's, wonder. If that's a good that book. Would be you. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I I like the audio book. So, mm, mm. what is it? The perks of being a wallflower. That's a really good. Yeah. Book. Yeah. yeah. No. But it, I. I know I, I didn't want to have to relive my my high school years. <laughs> no. I was like, oh, that's too too close to home. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, that's true. I don't like a lot of these high school movies. That's one of the reasons why I don't like a lot of young adult fiction because it's really about coming of age in high school. Mm-hmm. And my wife always complains that a lot of these movies take place in high school. And it always starts in a school of some kind, yeah. you know, so no. I know. I was like, when you, when you even think about like my relationship with my boyfriend, it's like our stuff started in high school when I was in high school, <laughs> but like he actively was outside of, you know, like outside of those parameters. So it doesn't even fit, fit the typical structure. <laughs> For a lot, I guess for a lot of people it's like the best time of their life but 
it, it definitely wasn't it was a it was a nice time of my life and i have a lot of memories but i definitely wouldn't say it was the best time of my life right. and i feel sorry for people who think that because if that's like the best it's gonna get then i don't know there's no point living <laughs> yeah like it's 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 a, a a very quick plateau that jumps off in only four years <laughs> and it, it feels like when you're at the beginning like you think like my god like four years it's like forever it is yeah and, it and then once you once you're actually at the end you realize like that went by really fast yeah and i'm currently doing my degree and i had the same thing because it's a four-year degree i was like mm-hmm. oh god four years and you like that's never going to be over but realistically like four years isn't actually that long nope. <laughs> but in the moment it feels like it's forever yeah so i I think it has everything to do with the way we structure things, you know, like we've basically been taught to pay attention to time and that literally when you're in those classes, especially the ones you hate, it goes down to minutes to seconds and you're just like out of your mind bored and you're, you're just like, is this moment ever going to end? And then you're like, thank God it does. But then you have to go to your next class and then you have to do it over tomorrow. Whereas like, even when we're working, I don't think that I've ever had to put a fixation on a minute so close. (laughs) I mean, okay, don't get me wrong. When it's a minute away from lunch, I, I'm obsessive about it. That's true. probably the only time of the day aside from like clocking out but if you're busy enough at your job it it flies so quick you're not um being forced to critically think or um I guess take in information at such uh an expansive rate yeah I mean one of the one of the few few things I took away from high school was our friendship and <laughs> my love of languages. So, cause I had, cause like a lot of people had to take a foreign language, French, German, yeah. and Spanish. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't really speak Spanish, although I'm working on it, but like, I love German. So that was the reason why I wanted to go to Germany, even right. though everyone said it was a terrible idea, but <laughs> I proved them all wrong. <laughs> I mean, it seems to be really popular right now. I have another friend who's planning on going in the next five years so it's just uh pretty much anywhere but here seems good yeah that's the the mentality of you know the grass is greener on the other side yeah and i used to think that too but when when the uh, the grass on the other side has universal health care and tends to help your people a little more that's true (laughs) although even though i didn't want to talk about you know the situation but like Germany's kind of dropped the ball a bit and so they haven't really been like vaccinating and they're really skeptical of a lot of of vaccines that are being offered so they're just sitting in like a a warehouse and that's incredibly frustrating and every at the end of every month they're like we're going to vaccinate and then it'll be over and they've been saying that for like six months now and at the end of every month they're like one more month (laughs) one more month and so that's been I don't know. It's it's caused a lot of people to lose faith in the system. Me too, mm-hmm. uh, for good reason. But mm-hmm. but that aside, because that's a, a special case. The healthcare in, in everywhere is better than <laughs> in the U.S. But only res- with respect, I believe, uh, to money, because if money is not an option, then I think healthcare in the U.S. is probably the best you can get. Right. And that's why a lot of people who are rich go to the U.S. to be treated. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but. we're making plenty of advancements <laughs> in in medical research and how we apply new surgeries and technologies to help people. But uh, you just have to be able to afford whatever price tag they put on it. So that's the I think that's the the price of elitism in the U.S. So when you look at a lot of like the lower class or middle class things, for example, schools. Mm-hmm. So American schools don't really score very high in like the PISA studies, so the international studies. They're kind of like in the Mm -hmm. mid-range. But when you look at like the elite schools or the elite hospitals, they're always at the top. And so people who are really, you know, who have a lot of money and where that's not a a problem, Mm -hmm. they all go to the US. Like, especially like China, for example, China was, or is like the, I don't want to say the biggest provider, but a lot of students from China study in the the east coast or on the east coast and now because of the situation they're losing a lot of money because a lot of these a lot of the students come from very wealthy families yeah so so. i know we just saw something um it was well i guess it these are probably references you're not gonna really get but 90 day (laughs) fiance like there was a very wealthy asian uh female who just decided to come over to live with somebody who uh, could barely afford a two-bedroom apartment with a full-size mattress like he was sleeping on a twin-size bed and it was to the point where she was just like I came here because I want to further my career as a doctor and this is what I have to deal with and he's like you knew this before you came over I never said I was rich and I've seen pictures of your family home and like what you came from even you showed me even pictures from your uh, previous marriage and I was just like there's no way I could afford any of that but I'll try my best and you said that was fine until you were here (laughs) and you had to see what that really men so (laughs) but (laughs) it's just so funny and then I was referencing like crazy rich Asians have you seen that movie no I've heard of it yeah so basically it was an an American Asian who fell in love with somebody from China and they didn't realize how much wealth he really disassociated himself from like he he just wanted that boundary there she was like you you borrowed my netflix password because (laughs) you didn't want to you couldn't afford it on your own so for her she was just like it was a huge shock in the movie but (laughs) you know thinking about how elaborate and how wealthy people can be over there is and otherworldly in comparison to what it's like over here you know which rich people over here are very open you know in terms of hollywood and famous people (laughs) yeah and i think that's that that ties really in with like the i guess the american dream and i guess the goal of capitalism because without getting like too political because i don't (laughs) i I don't i don't want to or economical i guess because i don't want to spend too much time on something i'm not an expert in but right um it definitely can be said that uh, that the main goal is to have as much money as possible so it's not a surprise that the country is full of people who are like millionaires and billionaires and then you mentioned like worldly and that got me thinking of what's his name like elon musk and and them trying to put people on 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 the moon or not the moon on mars and a lot of people think that's an awesome goal 
And I think that's a terrible goal because I think all that money that you spend getting people to Mars, like the moon is okay. Or like doing satellites, that's fine. But right. all the money you spend getting moving people to Mars, you should then invest that here so that life is better here and not like escape to other places. Yes. And, <laughs> and, and so that's just, you know, it's like so much money yeah. for what? Like, I'm never going to get to Mars. Like they'll select yeah. like a hundred people out of like the 7 billion people who live here and yep. everyone else will live here. So why do I care about Mars? I don't, except for yeah. like that, that one Land Rover, whatever it's called. The one that sung his own, like sung happy birthday to himself. Wait, did it? No, it landed on. Oh no. No, <laughs> no, you're thinking of Wally. No, there, there was a whole story <laughs> about how they programmed this one rover specifically to sing happy birthday to itself and then they made it like a cupcake or whatever in the office <laughs> it was uh, super it was super sentimental over <laughs> no 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 i don't really pay much attention to the space race yeah. I, I i think we have too much escapism in the world people are always trying to find a way to escape reality and by doing that they cause the real reality to ge- to become even like worse than it already is so i I don't know that's a that's a double-edged sword for me did you uh did you hear about and i'm gonna beat myself up for not writing down the website but there's a website it's basically like a charlie and a chocolate factory situation where they are providing a lottery for people to take a vacation in space oh and yeah yeah it's I heard like, about that. i think it's like six to ten people something like that and yeah you just you could go to the specific website and then enter it in for yeah six day vacation uh i think it's in 2022 23 something like that in the next two years yeah i heard about that i mean that would be an interesting ex- mm, would i go probably not like, there's so much to do here. I don't really see the point in going to space. Like, I do see the point in expanding our knowledge as as a species, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But, like, on a personal level, I don't really see the point. Like, there's so much here I would love to see. I want to go to Asia. Like, what am I, what am I going to do with the moon? So. <laughs> I think it would be, it's an adrenaline rush. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of risk going into orbit in general. I mean it's the final frontier what was lance lance bass i mean if he would have went on that spaceship he would have (laughs) died so there's i mean there's a lot of risk to just launching into outer space but like once you're up there then i mean the idea they're even talking about potentially like if that goes over well there'd be a space hotel that they'd be working on launching and so it's basically just another opportunity to travel somewhere that no one else really can I mean if you think about the type of people that would go there it like let's say it was like to pay to go to outer space you're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars if not you know what I mean I don't know if you remember uh in this St. Louis um science center there was a uh, a machine that would say based on your weight how much it would cost uh, to get you into space yeah yeah <laughs> and i remember it was like every time i check i mean i i don't know if it was rated like 
the cost of living like just made the rate go up or if it was just based on my weight but it would always be like 2.2 million dollars to like just launch me (laughs) i mean but now it's like in the i don't want to say the realm of possibility but Mm -hmm. i mean a couple hundred thousand dollars is more affordable than like 10 million so and when you think and when you think about like 60 years ago people thought that we'd have like flying cars and we'd have colonies on the moon and yeah we'd be living on the sun or god knows what so (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's i guess it would be interesting but i don't know i've never really been interested in the stars if you if you had to ask me the same thing i'd say no because i've always been um grounded is how yeah. i want to say like i'm i've always been okay with just being on earth like there's nothing the idea of like accidentally getting a hole in a ship and then suffocating to death <laughs> like it doesn't really appeal to my nature that there's always just this like 50 50 chance of surviving any situation with debris or you know unknown um variables black holes whatever <laughs> you know I appreciate their service and I appreciate the fact that they're, you know, gathering information for us and and expanding our knowledge. But like you said, I just, I don't know if if it really appeals to me, not even in like a science fiction kind of sense, but the exception of maybe like Star Wars, but even then that's, that's kind of pushing it. So. Yeah, I would, um, the only way I'd want to go into outer space is if I had a destination and if that destination was as cozy as earth like I don't know if I just like like Pandora yeah I mean if I if I avatar yeah I I thought that's what you were saying yeah no I mean as long as I'm not like dying I mean also the the beings on that planet were like five times bigger than us it seemed oh, yeah. like like in context so we'd be like ants on that world and easily get eaten by any animal or predator at all that movie was <laughs> terrible anyway but but yeah no so. i loved it i loved like the trees and like the connection to basically their gaia and like you know like that I, movie I, like, was so run-of-the-mill the back uh, <laughs> it was dancing with wolves in space so <laughs> that's pretty much what it was um just perfect <laughs> well yeah i mean it was a beautiful movie yeah. but with respect to the plot it was lacking in several areas and there was no real depth yeah we're not we're not talking about the details of oh. how the military was going to like of course <laughs> they were trying to abuse the planet of course we're greedy humans like of course there's like a percentage of good humans who want to do right by the the locals and, don't spoil you know the movie oh my gosh how, how long has that movie existed like 10 like years longer it it i watched it when i was in high school so it has to it's like 15 really? years yeah they're coming out with a second part or something i don't well, know well it's it's held up in it, terms it, of visual aesthetics yeah that's yeah. true it is a very beautiful movie yeah like that's i i could walk away at least back then with that type of content it was pretty good I, I don't know. I, I'm getting tired of seeing movies that are just for aesthetic, though. Like, I'm. Yeah. I feel like one of the easiest things is like when you have a room full of writers, you should be able to see your own 
faults with the movie and then it's just like oh but they're not even the main decider on what goes into the movie then you have the directors producers you have all of these voices just coming in and basically just breaking the movie down <laughs> see that that's a conversation that probably could carry on for for years but to sum it up that's one of the reasons why i don't like netflix and amazon because for me it's like you see a movie and then you get to see what the director the writers had in mind you get to see how they play with their ideas and turn that into a reality so to speak but a lot of these movies on netflix are all just adapted from novels and like comics and while that is work in of itself to to turn a comic into a movie Mm-hmm. A lot of the work has already been done for you. Like you already have the characters, you have you you have the setting, you have a lot of the dialogue. So it's all it's all pretty much done. And so you just have to make it pretty. And so they give you like a pretty movie. Um, and a, as you know, like books and movies are two different mediums. So there's no way to translate that correctly. And it's always lacking. And you always notice that like this doesn't really work as a movie, but it works great yeah. as a book. And you don't really see people like, like taking risks anymore it's always like hey that's a good book we'll make it into a movie and like right. a lot of the movies that have been made in the past i would say 10 or 15 years they're almost all based on books or comics and it's very rare for like a like a big blockbuster to be like yeah this director had like this great idea and let's just do a movie from scratch like there have been a few uh that you know that's all about like ensuring uh yeah their course. investment returns blah 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 numbers numbers popularity that's my, yeah that's my <laughs> second point is that it's not about the art anymore no. and that's with music it's with the same problem with music it's not about mm-hmm. the art it's about the money and what's trending yeah. yeah and so you see these movies like for example like the new frozen movie which actually isn't really new anymore but the second one i was watching it just for, for fun because i thought the first one was actually pretty good and yeah. so I saw the second one. I was like, this is, this sucks. Like, this isn't good at all. And oh, then I go, no. and I, didn't, I didn't like it. I thought it was just bland compared to the first one. But I was like, oh, this is probably a terrible movie. And so I go and I, and I check on, what is it? Like mojo.com or whatever, or TV mojo. And it has like a, like it made like 1.2 billion. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so it doesn't matter if the movie's good or bad. It matters. Do we earn money? And so if well, you earn- it's an established popularity. Like the first one went over so well yeah, that it got true. overplayed and overmarketed. But at the core of the the content was great. Like uh, for all ages. I mean, that was the biggest thing is that like it hit home with kids as young as two. You know what I mean? And yep. then like having the adults watch it, they're like, oh, this is actually good. Now Personally, I waited an entire year to watch it because I got so tired of the songs um, that were completely overplayed um, that I just didn't want to do it. Like the advertising was insane for it. Like it was a turnoff. But then when I watched it in my own time, I'm like, oh, no, now I understand. (laughs) Like I can really enjoy it. But I I, I could definitely disagree with you that the second movie, right? For me, I actually felt like the music was the best point. It was almost like they created Into the Unknown and then made a whole movie around that one song. Like, and that's probably what you're saying is like it didn't it didn't hold up to the same standard as the first one. Yeah. But it was almost like 
the the movie itself was an afterthought to the money the priorities and whatever but i just listened to into the unknown yesterday for like i would i played i replayed it like five times because i love like the high pitch right in the beginning like hearing the spirit like basically call out to her and she's like listen i need to ignore you But I'm uh, curious, though. <laughs> is that what it's called in English? Because like we didn't watch, we watched it in German, so I don't remember oh. what it was called in German. But oh, okay. but yeah, like a lot of the movies, they really it really does feel like an afterthought, or it does feel it's not really about like storytelling. It's not really about being creative. It's about making money and being safe. And so this mm-hmm. is why I'm an advocate for like, the argument that the older movies are much better. Not in the sense that they were always trying to be creative, but that they had to be because they had less to work with. So if you go to like the old Star Wars movies, yeah, like a lot oh, of the scenes, okay. like a lot of the scenes, for example, like not <laughs> yes. saying like, it's, I'm not saying that no, the no, old no. ones are, are better I than understand. the new ones. Go ahead. <laughs> but like from like a creativity uh, perspective, like a lot of these like wide shots they did, that was just, that was just a, like a, a recording of, of a painting they did. Like right. they painted like the whole scenes or um, like in a lot of older movies, like for like blood, they would use like chocolate because <laughs> it has the same uh, viscosity. Yes. And so just stuff like that. And like when you think about that or even when you like you, you look at the old Star Wars movies, you're like, oh, my God, like, how did they do that? Like you can argue whether or not they're actually better. But like a lot of the effects, I think, are much more impressive because they have to they were so limited and they had to work with real world things whereas nowadays it's you don't really think about that you're like it's oh copy they, paste yeah it's just copy paste or we just they use uh, computers and so now movies nowadays they have to have a good story because all the movies are pretty like no right. matter no matter what yep. movie it is like one movie i didn't see so i can't really comment on it but that got a lot of flack for supposedly being bad was the last wonder woman movie and when you <laughs> and when you look at like the trailers, or at least I saw them, the movie looks gorgeous. Like it's a really mm-hmm. nice movie. Yeah, but that's that's it. Like and then like the story has to deliver. It has to be a good story. Yeah. Whereas like fifty years ago, it was okay if, if like the story wasn't like that great because like you were so mesmerized by like the effects that they used because like oh my god like how, like a magician basically. Right. And now I feel like all the magic is gone because it's all computers. But what were you going to say about the movie? Like, I didn't see it. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, it's three movies in one in which they divert into a conclusion that makes no sense for either three movies. <laughs> um, or I guess three plot points um, where you would think that they'd be nicely tied together at the end. But no, no, it was more like they were all thrown in the dumpster and then like somebody <laughs> went and like closed their eyes and like picked out a different conclusion for how it should go. Um, and then basically the trailer itself was better quality and then like once they elaborated on the whole plot i mean it was just um yeah it was was a dumpster fire (laughs) (laughs) but i'm not into superhero movies anyway i feel like if you've seen one you've seen them all um Um, and i know i'm completely biased because (laughs) i i'm completely content with the movies the superman the superhero movies i saw when i was a kid so like the (sighs) very first like spider-man movies with toby mcguire like, I don't really yeah, care. I know I don't care if they're like the best of the worst but like I think they're okay and so I'll watch them again but that was it but I'm not a superhero fan so there's no point for me to watch like five reboots 
but I mean, if you're if you're someone who's really into that, I mean, you got a lot to watch. It's, but I don't know. So something we'll find out about me very quickly is I have no retention for actor names. If I do, I'll be so proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> and seeing as you don't watch as many movies as I do, uh, it's probably like unlikely for you to call me out. Uh, but. <laughs> Basically, the new Spider-Man is perfect. Uh, Into the Spider-Verse is perfect. Like, uh, honestly, that's probably the one that I would recommend the most is the animated movie. Uh, it definitely just has the the full the full storyline we're looking for in terms of quality mixed with really good animation that plays uh pays special attention to um comic book details yeah like there's a nice overlap like even their responses you know like uh it has like the big expressions and um their the soundtrack is perfect but i have probably seen every single superhero movie that there is from when i was born on i don't go backwards i don't want to see um what is that the old hulk the the old really Superman. yeah i'm not i don't the what's I've his name lou ferrigno like yes. the bodybuilder yes. <laughs> he's a, from what i understand he's a great guy and he loves coming over here and donating money to good causes for children so kudos for him i would always support his career moving forward <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I could go backwards. It's the same with the Batman. Um, oh. Adam West. Uh, oh, okay. That's I, I, way too far, though. Yeah, um. like I can't I can't go that deep. But I know the references. Uh, like one time when I went to Comic-Con in New York, there was uh, <laughs> there was one there was a Batman and Robin that were dressed up exactly like those characters. And they were running around with this bomb like, oh, like. Which is one of the episodes I had actually seen where it was like a 30 second countdown, but they made the whole situation last like five or six minutes of them just running around trying to get the bomb away from the crowd and stuff. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> no, um, I, I love people who can nerd out to specific. Um, I, I do too, even though I can't like do it that. very well. But <laughs> I stopped watching superhero movies like 10 years ago. I think the last superhero movie I watched that I really liked was like the dark Knight or like the dark Knight trilogy. That was, mm. that was pretty much when I stopped like watching. I so. know it's so sad. I'm so <laughs> sorry for you. <laughs> I just don't really see the point in retelling the story like 50 times and sure you get like a new perspective and you have a new actor and maybe they, they, they update the world, you know, yeah. like uh, it can get exhausting. Yeah. Like Superman or Batman from like the, with what is his name? Keanu Reeves, not Keanu Reeves, uh, Christopher Reeves. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From like the 60s. Like those are, I watched those with my wife a couple weeks ago and I thought they held up pretty well. They were actually really good. But you do notice that they they were had to be very creative. Like they had like small models and they would yeah. like kind of zoom out. But you could definitely tell that they were using a model and that wasn't like a yeah. real village. But I appreciate that. You know, I appreciate the effort that they go through because it, I don't know, it just feels like, real people as opposed to like maybe this is like a computer generated movie like someone just put an idea into a computer and it gave you a movie and that's so, kind of what yeah go on oh okay i was like the only thing i would say is that that animation also takes work it's just a different composition true 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 and 
and I know that there can be a lot of copy and paste stuff because you know uh they there's like sound clips that are so commonly used oh, yeah. in, in movies even now like the scream yeah the Tarzan like the, scream ah, yeah, yeah like <laughs> it's just like it's always the same sound clips like they never bother re re-editing or, or redoing the sound yeah I'm <laughs> but being I mean a... other than that like the animation and stuff I mean it it takes work it just I understand that it doesn't always necessarily seem authentic because yeah, that's it that's that's exactly what I'm going for so I don't yeah. want to knock people who are doing like digital movies because I know like even with video games because video games are all digital so I know that there's a lot of work and a lot of money and time and effort that goes into that. But I do miss like old Disney where they like if you watch like these old Disney movies, you realize that they did. They made a lot of mistakes. And yeah. it's interesting because then you realize it, remi- <laughs> it reminds you that people are behind that. That's the same thing when people like if you go to like the Beatles, for example, and you listen to, like John Lennon, mm-hmm. um, he, I don't think like he has like the best voice ever and when he is singing you do notice that he misses a couple of notes and sometimes it's kind of off key but the the whole package is still very good and he uh delivers like a very human emotion to like the very human experience whereas like nowadays everything is perfect everything is clean like there can't be mistakes and like everything is just auto-tune and i'm not saying people who use auto-tune can't sing or they can't be like good musicians but a lot of like the typical human elements that have been with us for thousands of years, like mm-hmm. all that is just kind of falling by the wayside because uh, they want to use things that produce as much money as possible, you know, and having a mediocre singer who is overall like a good package isn't really as sexy or profitable as someone who is maybe a, a mediocre singer who uses autotune and they can like kind of prep up this person, you know, mm-hmm. and that's how like I kind of feel with like movies. And what you said about authentic, I do feel like older movies are much more authentic because like I said, like you see these mistakes, these people being creative and you don't really see that with like movies because there aren't really challenges. At least, and if there are, they aren't as like present, you know, that's what I right. meant. Yeah. Did you know, like, I think uh, I'm probably gonna get my facts wrong. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, <laughs> I could have sworn that in Snow White, they use... Snow White was one of the earlier ones yeah, yeah, yeah. that were that yeah, came out and yeah and then that there was actually like um replications from those drawings those original drawings that came in and out yeah. of the other movies that came later and that uh like it had everything to do with the background design and everything like of course the characters were new but there was always just something uh they used to always just point out like hey you see this <laughs> like I think it's just the fact that everybody in the entertainment industry there's there's always a level of copy and paste but you could say that about all art that's and entertainment. so <laughs> it's just a, a little more noticeable uh when they did it back then since everything was really hand-drawn you yeah know? i saw the those youtube videos where they pointed out like a lot of copying pasting and that's true um yeah. i mean like there's always been like imitation and flattery so right right that's true but but i i do miss the like I think people can say that Western art in of itself is almost completely dead because it's been overtaken. Like ever since Toy Story came around in the nineties, the traditional animation has been on the decline and sure you have like these cartoon series that are still kind of drawn, but for the most part, it's either live action or it's, it's it's digital. There's no like hand-drawn animation, which I think is kind of weird because 
a lot of that is still more or less alive in Japan with respect to anime. Even though a lot of anime isn't actually hand-drawn anymore, a lot of it's also done like like digitally on computers, but it has the appearance as if it were drawn. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's so it still gives you the illusion that the old arts are still alive. Now manga, you know, manga is still hand drawn for for the most part, but still, right. Um, right. I just miss that. So I guess I'm a traditionalist in that regard. But well, <laughs> it's okay. I I I definitely think that for me, I'm like as long as I'm being entertained, then I don't really un- uh, worry about the technical standards. But that would be why you keep going back to 2000 and 2010. Yeah. I'm, so I'm stuck in the past. <laughs> like, yeah, you definitely <laughs> dropped off somewhere. <laughs> I just, but that's true. So a lot of people just want to be entertained, and and that's good for the companies because then they're not really concerned with delivering art. They're concerned with like de- delivering, like I guess, would say fast food. You know, so some people want to have like a deluxe meal and, you know, luxury. And some people just want to be entertained. What, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But I hate when people try to make a correlation between this is a good movie because it earned a lot of money. And those, those have like nothing to do with one another. Oh, I hate that. And people do that all the time. Because <laughs> yeah. if, if you flip it around, then it's like a movie that was really bad. Yeah. Because, because it, earned, it didn't earn a lot of money, which is not true because there are so many cult movies that like oh, made so absolutely yeah that made absolutely no money at like the box office yes. like my favorite is like the crow and <laughs> i love that movie and it's also from the 90s i don't even it- think i knew that about you really <laughs> yeah i don't think so oh my god i love that movie i've seen it so many times or like what's the other movie danny darko yes, um i like that one yeah that's a cult movie and it did terrible at the box office yep and there are a whole bunch of other movies that just didn't make any money Mm-hmm. and so they get no love yep. but i would consider them good you know yeah. but like modern uh companies don't really go for that you know production yeah, the companies. only the only opinion that matters the most is your own yeah and like you should not whenever critics like bash on movies i'm like listen i gotta just go see it like i don't i don't know if i believe you the trailer looks good like i need to know for sure and if i'm paying for it then i'm paying for it <laughs> like, the, regardless one movie that came out uh the prince of zamunda so the one with eddie murphy in the, in the 80s they released the do you know that one basically where eddie murphy is from uh or wait no it's different and what's the name in english Oh, I forget the English name, but basically Eddie Murphy oh, is is an African king and he has his own country in Africa and he comes to the US. Coming so, to America? Is that yeah, it's, thank you. It has a different name in Europe and I forgot it. Yeah, so coming to America and they were in that movie, I thought it was okay. I mean, it had a whole bunch of stereotypes about Africa and and like, you know, but still it was a good movie. And they just released the second version yep. and, they, and they completely bombed. <laughs> and I watched it with my wife i thought it was terrible. If it, you you what no I, oh dude they're you know they're making a third one it's already confirmed yeah i know so and, how, how is it that it did bad and then it it's gonna get uh a third well, okay, okay with respect to the ratings if you look at like a lot of the oh, ratings uh okay. it did terribly now financially it might be a success i have no idea mm, i'm not privy, okay i'm not privy to that information but uh i didn't i thought it was kind of okay but i also thought that it was I always think it's weird when, when people, when companies revisit movies that are so old, because that movie's almost 40 years old. And I don't really see the point in making a second version of that so later because there's no continuity. You know what I mean? So 
that movie is like I... a product is a product of its time yeah right yeah and so like that connection is kind of lost it's like if you do like the first star wars movie and then you wait like 30 years to do the second and is then it... you no they, they do did that they did that in chunks though that's different because they mm. they did like a trilogy and okay. then they, and then they moved to the next one but it's like i don't know i just thought it was just kind of weird that they were going to release a new version but <laughs> i i didn't really like it uh, oh no i i okay i love coming to america the first one it was great i love the first impression i love the idea of just uh, a prince from another world just coming over to find his true love and Aladdin. i love that yeah and i love <laughs> that he romanticized it and he was like not trying to just get laid or like you know the typical like bachelor view yeah he, tried to lead his life with honor and I loved how excited he was just to have work and like be an everyday person so like seeing the perspective of somebody who was literally had like a personal wiper in the bathroom and it had like somebody he never had to lift a finger for himself and then like throwing him in like the most like Absurd. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, the most extreme. Like, I mean, because he could have landed in California in the 80s and he would have been fine. Like, that would have been closer to what he probably experiences in every day. And even the same with like Florida. But like the fact that it was just in the boroughs of, of New York in Queens, like, it was just so literally like a literal thing to laugh at. It, yeah. And then like the play on. <laughs> the mcdonald's and like it's not mcdonald's <laughs> like just trying to cover up so he doesn't get sued or like whatever it was just yeah it was really good and then the romance was just like um a happy continuation but with the second movie um there were faults in the writing um that i felt like really i don't know how to explain it it like, I guess we shouldn't give away anything, so I guess we shouldn't over-talk about it. But, like, overall, I enjoyed it, is what I'm going to say. I'll probably watch it again. No. I would want to see both movies back-to-back in order to see, like, to be able to compare storylines and then, like, objectives and, you know, what they carry over. Because I know they opened up, uh, what, McDowell's is what yeah, it was Yeah, I think, I think so. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that was completely random. Like, it's been 20 years and you're just opening your first one and then you're going to support fast food is basically what it is. I was like, oh, no, you're going to ruin your whole culture. In 20 years, everybody's just going to be overweight. (laughs) No, don't. You can eat a salad. No. (laughs) No. I I don't know if you remember... Oh gosh, it was so early on. It was, and I think it was VH1. I'm not sure, but it was basically like the impact that fast food had on other court countries, like poorer countries. And like they specifically targeted Mexico and like how once they introduced fast food into that country, like how it like drastically impacted um, the health of people and like where they're putting their money because they're prioritizing fast food over like quality food. And, you know, it just had a huge impact. Yeah. Yeah. So we're slowly running out of time but before we go. Yes. There's, there's one movie I think that ties into that perfectly. And I think, you know, when I talk about like Super Size Me, so the, yes. the, the and I think there's a second version they, they did as well. 
Yes, and you should watch it. We should talk should... about this next time. Yeah, that's a super interesting movie. <laughs> yes. I don't know how scientifically accurate the movie is, but um, leaving that aside, it's still a very entertaining and interesting documentary from from the early 2000s. <laughs> well, I was saying the, the second part, like the, the second one had just came out, I believe in 2018 or yeah. 2017, something like that. And I just recently watched it like in the last couple months. And uh, basically everything that Morgan was talking about uh, was just the chicken industry. So let's, I would love to touch on that. It yeah, was, we'll, we'll touch really on that. Good, we'll touch yeah. on that next week. Super, <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Okay. <laughs> all, right, all right. Do you have anything to say before we go? Uh, I just wanted to plug our um, our email, and then I also have us on Instagram. Uh, so our email is rotatingbitspodcast at gmail.com. And then our Instagram is just rotatingbitspodcast. And we could start there if uh, you have any suggestions for us or any comments or feedback outside of rating us, of course. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, anything you want us to talk about, anything you liked, feel free to send over. Um, other than that, no. Yeah, feel free to leave. To you. <laughs> yeah, it's great talking to you too. Yeah, feel free to leave any feedback, any comments, questions, suggestions constructive criticism is also welcome and all the relevant links will also be in the description so feel free to click on those with that being said uh thanks for listening and see you next week all right yeah see you (laughs) later bye